0: Welcome to the Proud Police Wife Podcast with Rebecca Lynn, where we have honest, real, and encouraging conversations for law enforcement families. Welcome to episode 55 of the Proud Police Wife Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Lynn. Before we begin, if you like today's episode or past episodes, please be sure to leave a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to check out my newest book, Proud Police Wife, 90 Devotions for Women Behind the Badge. And you can check that out with the link below in the show notes. Today, we're going to be talking about how to deal with loneliness if you have a spouse that's a first responder. So more than likely, if you're listening, that's you. So let's talk a little bit about loneliness. It's one of those things that I get questions about all the time in email and DMs on social media. That so many people are dealing with loneliness that they, it's more they just didn't expect it, right? Like we know our spouse is going to be in law enforcement or maybe they already are. And so when you get together or you have a new relationship or you get married, you probably expect certain things out of their job, maybe things that they've told you. But sometimes we don't realize that loneliness is one of those factors, and it, it can impact some spouses. So let's talk about it a little bit. So I know that when my husband personally graduated the academy, I mean, this was like 18 years ago, I was so excited for him. I was sort of naive because I really didn't know what to expect at all in terms of everything, not just loneliness. And my husband didn't have a lot to share with me because he was new to it too and we were high school sweethearts, so we went years um, without him being in law enforcement. And then after college, he, you know, went into the academy. Um, but I quickly realized that once he started FTO, um, and it was really when he had the opposite schedule as me, opposite shift. I quickly realized that I had a lot of time on my hands. I had a lot of time where we were not together and we just weren't used to that as a couple. So a little background is I've shared before that I was a teacher. So obviously I taught during the day. Um, I would get home around maybe like six o'clock or so while he would be leaving for work because he worked nights. And so he would be leaving for work around the time I got home or he might have left a little bit before. So we were just complete ships ships in the night, and he got home when I was getting up and getting ready for the day. So there were several days a week where we just didn't see each other, Um, and he usually worked a lot of weekends, and so the days he would have off would be, you know, one or two days during the week when I was still working, and so maybe we would have the evening together one or two days a week. and. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a lot of what the schedules are like in law enforcement, but it was new. So it was an adjustment. And so I think that's what a lot of spouses go through is you're used to one way and then you have to get used to a a different way. Um, And so it's just not always easy. And I went from having my husband with me, you know, most evenings we'd have dinner together, things like that. And now I was having dinner alone, spent my evenings off and alone and slept alone. And so that's a big part of it too, is the intimacy factor. And I'm not just talking about sex. It's also, you know, being able to be close to your spouse and just sit on the couch together or sleep in the same bed together when all of that is eliminated it can be a little lonely, right? Especially if we're not used to that. And you can't have that intimacy if you're not physically around each other. So it was definitely an adjustment to say the least. Um, And I knew it wasn't my husband's fault. I didn't blame him. I tried not to make him feel guilty about it at all. Obviously I missed him, but I really had more kind of resentment towards his career at the time. It was more, I just was like, hmm, is this what we expected. Um, You know, we hear people say, you knew what to expect when you signed up for this. Well, no, not exactly. Yes, you know the kind of shifts they're working and things like that. But it's hard to gauge the emotions you're going to have. It's hard to predict and say, well, I'm definitely going to be lonely or I'm definitely going to be resentful sometimes. There's no way to know that. And we all handle these things differently. So for me personally, I had to find a new sort of normal for our relationship and a no- new normal for me and how I spent my time. I needed to find a way to um kind of mourn the time that we did used to have together and mourn kind of our old ways of doing things and embrace the new ways that we could do things like you know when we would have dinner together, when we would connect, when um we would just be together or how I was going to use this new time that I had in the evenings. And I will say like in the beginning, before we had kids, um, I would spend more of my time kind of like going to the gym or, um, you know, getting a bite to eat with a coworker. And so that was honestly a little bit easier, but when we started having kids or do my pregnancy and things like that, I wanted to just be at home. And when we had kids, obviously I would be home with them. And so those adjustments were just different times too. So let's talk about three ways that we can deal with loneliness if you're experiencing it. First, I do just want to normalize because, you know, I can't say guaranteed that everyone's going to have loneliness at some point during your spouse's career, but more than likely you will. And there's just so many spouses that that go through it. And it's not that you're going to have loneliness forever. Um, I don't feel that way now, but I did. I did in the beginning when I didn't know what to expect and I needed to find solutions for what we were going through. And so it's not an end-all be-all that you're going to be lonely for your spouse's, you know, 20, 30-year career. Um It just may be that that's something you're experiencing right now. And so I don't want it to be all doom and gloom. There are ways to um, work through these things in your relationship, and there's ways to kind of conquer this. So let's talk about that. First, um, prioritizing is something that really, really helped me and I think can help you. So I very quickly realized that spending – kind of my husband's day off like running errands or cleaning that was cutting into our time together like really fast. Instead, I wanted to spend the time that he had off just together and being home. Or if we did go out, we wanted to go out together. We wanted it to be you know worthwhile like if it was a date or something like that. So, I really suggest that you use your spouse's time off as everyone's time off. So, Obviously, if your schedule allows for that too. So make memories, have fun, um, do your experiences together, or just relax. That's what we did a lot of the times was just relax. And the errands and cleaning, that would get done when either my husband and I were alone. Meaning like if I was working and he was off, he would do different chores and errands. And then I would do the same when he was working. When it was an evening I had off or maybe like a Saturday when he was working and it just kind of, you know, it took up that time and made it feel productive. Like I was still getting something done. And then I knew that the time we were going to have together didn't have to be taken up with that. So you can still check things off your to-do list and not feel like you're having to do those things in a limited amount of time. So. Another thing that really helped me that I think can help you is to really soak up your alone time. And I know that's easier said than done, but when I embraced this, it helped me tremendously. So if you can use the time that that you have when your spouse is working to maybe spend time with family and friends or neighbors or coworkers, take up a hobby for yourself Or just do something for yourself. Maybe it's something new. Maybe it's, you know, an old hobby that you already enjoy. I didn't understand the importance of this early on, but looking back now, I wish I had even done this more for myself or done it earlier. So now, like, I really enjoy my me time for nights that my husband's working. Like, once I get the kids to bed, I love sitting down in my bed and you know, binge watching a show that maybe it's a show my husband doesn't really like. There's shows that we watch together like Suits and then there's other shows that like I like to watch by myself that he's not really into like Virgin River. And so um, I use that time to watch those shows or read my books um, and just have some quiet time. And I don't feel guilty for it. It's not that my husband would make me feel guilty for doing it when he was home. It was just, we had different shows we wanted to do, or we had different ways that we wanted to spend our time together. So I really think trying to focus on what you can do for yourself and take care of yourself, then it's only going to help you and not make you feel so lonely. So years ago, I didn't even know that the loneliness I was experiencing, experiencing was pretty normal for this lifestyle because no one really talked about it. Again, when I started my blog, you know, eight years ago, there really wasn't anything out there like this. And so people weren't talking about it on Facebook. There were no police wife accounts on Instagram. There was nothing else. And so I was really putting myself out there by sharing these things in blog posts and I didn't know that other people felt this way until I started writing these blog posts, and then people would write to me, or people would message and say, "Yes, I'm experiencing this too." So now, after eight years, I can say, "Yes, people do experience this all the time, and a lot of the time." So, especially if you know they're newer. Um, so, one other thing that I think is really, really important. Um, And yes, I think this can help with loneliness, but I also think it can help with maximizing the time you have with your spouse, is having a discussion with your spouse about boundaries. Because here's the thing, your spouse is only going to be off of work a certain limited number of days, just like you. And, And everyone experiences this, but I feel like in law enforcement, it's even more so. So your spouse may be off, I don't know, Wednesday and Thursday during the week. So if you that's all the time they have off, it's not just you that's fighting for their time. It could be friends. It could be family members, you know, their parents um, that want to see them and spend time with them too. But if you're married and you have a family together, it is so important that your immediate family, you and your spouse come first now. And it's really, really important to figure out when you guys want to be together, which I'm sure is a lot, but, and when you're going to fit in time with other people, with other friends and other family. Because there were so many times where my husband and I, you know, if we had time off together, you know, family would say, our friends would say, oh, we haven't seen you guys in forever. Can you come over tonight for dinner? And we say yes. But then we were still feeling like we had no time together. So I was still left feeling a little lonely because really what I needed was just time alone with my husband and he needed the same thing. And so we had to put up boundaries with how often we were saying yes to other people and This took a really long time to figure out. Like he's been in law enforcement for 17 years. So this took a long time to figure out that this is what we needed to do. This is what worked best for us. Now, it may be different for other people. You just have to see and you have to have that conversation with your spouse on what are important boundaries that you want to put in place. And so these were the type of conversations my husband and I started having and I was like, look, if we're running around or we're always seeing people, I feel like I'm not getting any time, quality time with you. And he understood that. And so we just made it a priority. Yes, we would still see friends and family, but it was when we made sure we also had quality time with each other. If it was a short week and we didn't have a lot of time together, then no, we weren't going to you know, do things with other people. The other thing too that, you know, really helped, and this is kind of just a side note is I really, my husband and I both, we really had to look at not huge chunks of time that he had off or that I had off that we could be together, meaning we may not have an entire day, but maybe we have two hours where, you know, before he has to go to work or before I had to go to work or. Uh, Or I would get home or, you know, something like that. We would have two hours that overlapped where we didn't have anything going on. And so that wasn't a time to go out and do anything necessarily. Like we didn't have enough time to fit that in, but we had time to be together and have quality time together. So maybe it was just cooking breakfast together or my husband and I love to just sit out on the front porch and have our coffee. So there are ways to find quality time with your spouse to help with loneliness and then also help with your connection and communication in your relationship where it doesn't have to take an entire day. Of course, we want an entire day, but that's not always realistic in this lifestyle. So I hope those tips on dealing with loneliness, if you are married to a first responder, have helped you Definitely let me know on Instagram. My handle is proudpwife. If you want to follow me on Instagram and message me, and I would love to know what you and your spouse do too.